how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for dropping by, as always, on social media, especially on Instagram, Fit Mom Life to the Fullest, or in my email to let me know feedback from these episodes. I love to hear from you. If you've not reached out before, but you're just a silent listener, I get it because that's me as well <laughs> when I listen to podcasts or I'm in any kind of group thing. I just kind of float by but take in all the info and don't really reach out. So I see you as well. I see you coming back a couple times a week to hang out and get some knowledge, gain some knowledge, gain some tips. So today, really funny, I just I had three episodes that were coming up next that were planned out in my notes. And I looked at them and said, nope, not today. So (laughs) either this is something that the Holy Spirit is letting me know you really want to hear, or I just kind of went on a whim and wanted to talk about this. But sometimes that happens. I plan it out and then a different idea pops in my head. And I'm like, let's just go with this. Maybe somebody needs this. So Also, I guess some of you might be heading toward a back-to-school time. I wasn't really planning on doing anything featuring school time lunches or anything like that, but if that is something you'd be interested in, let me know that too. Just shoot me, again, a DM at FitMomLifeToTheFullest or email me if that's something, you know, I want to cover things that you want to hear about. So if you are dying to hear some easy pack lunches, maybe that will be coming soon. But today I figured let's go ahead with just meal planning. Meal planning is always an area that I think all of us, I've done a couple episodes on it now, but it never gets old. I think I personally, if I see a podcast episode on meal planning, I'll still click on it because I love getting different new tips. It's like hopefully what I'm shooting for with this podcast always is like getting together with a bunch of girlfriends and swapping ideas, you know. That's why you're you're getting it just my perspective, but then I like when some of you email me after and say, "Oh, and I also do this" or whatever. I can share those tips back via the podcast or on Instagram because and, and that's what the Facebook group's there for too. If you aren't with us, we're over I have a Facebook group on it's just called the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest Fitness and Nutrition group, and my hope for that is that you know, we can bounce ideas off. There's I think over 100 ladies in it now. But, you know, off 100 people (laughs) versus just my idea, just what I do. But by the same token, there's also some people that I listen to that I'm like, oh, I love to hear what they do for certain things, how I meal plan or how I do my morning routine. I'm always interested in listening to those, just hearing like exact examples of what people do. So that's my spiel for what I'm bringing to you today, just bringing you what I got. Um, If you want to find out more about anything else like the upcoming beginner level challenge or the pregnancy and postpartum programs I offer, you can shoot over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com. All right. Okay. So getting into the episode, we are talking about how I meal plan. Okay. This is exactly what I do. It does change. I've said that even with my morning routine uh, episode, I really need to re-record that and update it because I, life goes through seasons. I say that on the podcast a lot, but it's true. Right now when I'm recording this, it's still before my third baby comes. So my morning routine is going to be, is one thing. And then when I have a newborn, it's going to be totally different, right? And some of it's just, you know, you get stale, you get sick of things. And I have bounced around with meal planning many times. Sometimes I will go to the store and try to just pick up whatever's on sale meat-wise and start with that. Like I'll do one big 
pickup of meat for the month and then I'll go home and I'll plan all my meals around that. Sometimes I start that way. Other times I'm sticking to themes. I'll get more into that. So this is just what I'm currently doing right now. It'll probably last six months. I'll probably switch it up again. But uh, the biggest factor in it is that I always have a plan. Okay, very rarely, you know, I'm human. There might be days where I'm like, oh, no, I didn't defrost the meat. You know, that definitely still happens. But I've heard women talking like in in my friend circles and stuff where it's like 3 p.m. And they're like, ah, what am I going to make for dinner when I go home? And I'm just sitting there thinking like, whoa, I would not be able to just whip something up like that typically, you know, because most of most of, you know, my meals do take a little bit of forethought just and not to say I don't have any that are ready in 20 minutes. But, you know, I don't usually just keep meat in the fridge. It's usually all coming from frozen and all that kind of stuff. Or then I have one ingredient but not something else. So it's also personality. I like to be planned. I like to know what's going on. So this is just, again, what I am currently doing. Okay, so number one, I start with my monthly view of my planner. So I just grab, I have one planner that I do everything with. I put my business stuff in there. If I'm recording a podcast with somebody um, or I am having play dates or whatever, my meal planning, I just grab one planner. That's big because I have tried out in the past, this is kind of a tangent, but like having one business planner, one recipe planner, I had one just total separate one one year. Then I had like a home planner and there was too much going on. Now I use one planner recommendation send my way because I love planners, number one. <laughs> I But I, I do bounce around in that too. Are you getting the, if this is your first podcast, welcome. This is my personality. It bounces around like a ball because I'm already talking about six different things. And you're like, yeah, no wonder your meal plan changes because you can't even commit to a planner. But I have, I'm currently using the Blessed Is She planner, which Actually, I'm recording this episode in July. It runs out in July, so I'm going to have to have moved on to a new one by August. But um, I've bounced around using Blessed Is She or a more business-focused planner or whatever. But doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do this in, you could just even print out like calendarlabs.com just has a month view. You could do that if you want to. So it is specific to just meals. It's not on your regular month calendar. And anyways... You could also do this just, you know, on your computer. You don't need to print it out. I'm a paper and pen kind of gal. So I get my little planner. And typically, guys, I'm not doing this as like this big production. I'm usually doing it when my husband and I want to watch a show or something like that. I have a hard time sitting still just watching something. So I'm usually doing something low key that doesn't take a ton of brain power. This is one of those kinds of things that I will grab or whatever. I'll do it on like a Sunday at the end of the month. I guess that's a better place to start. It's always at when the month, when the month, can I talk? (laughs) When the month is ending. Okay. So say last week of June, I'm going to grab my planner and do this for July. Takes me all of 10 minutes. So don't blow this up and think that it's something that's going to take forever. Grab my planner. I open it up to the monthly view. Okay. That's just step one. Step two, I get out my binder of recipes and I just go through picking out what I think we want to eat, and assigning days to it. When I do this, there is a little bit of a system. I've recommended before having themed days if you, you know, have trouble meal planning or are stuck in a rut. So say like Mondays is Mexican, Tuesdays is Italian, Wednesdays is leftovers, whatever, so that you kind of have a template to follow. I'm currently not doing that to a T, but rather for what's working for us is like 
sticking to some staples every week. So what it looks like for me, again, I get that month out, then I get out my binder. Before I put any other recipes in, I'm gonna go through and every single Tuesday, we do some variation of tacos. We do, so guess that's technically our Mexican night. It's usually, you know, uh, I'll do taco chicken in the crock pot, I'll do ground turkey tacos, whatever. Some kind of taco because my family all loves having it once a week. Like we all look forward to that night. It's more sad if we don't have tacos one night (laughs) in the week. So husband approved, kid approved, I love it, whatever. Tacos, some variations going every Tuesday, okay? Then, because I have identified this pain point in my life, I was noticing that each week, no matter, like despite my best intentions, whatever I planned for Thursday, by the time it got to Thursday, I do not feel like cooking. So I do cook like 100% of our meals pretty much. We almost never get takeout. We're really never doing drive throughs things like that. So like honestly, really just when we travel. I think we got Chipotle when we were traveling. That was about it. Or Chick-fil-A when we were traveling. We just don't really do that, you know, much out of our house. So I do cook a ton. I love cooking. I love planning this stuff. So all this is fun to me, number one. But I was still noticing, despite that, that by Thursdays, I was just tanked. It's also a day that my husband works later, so I'm not as motivated to, it's kind of like, okay, just get through the day, get the kids something, fed something. They're a little more versatile. They'll have like yogurt and eggs for dinner and they don't care. And then... I did not feel like actually making something for my husband and I to eat together when we, he got home. So at the same time, we were very into watching Bobby and Giada, Bobby and Giada in Italy or Giada and Bobby, whichever way they say it. I don't know. It was one of those discovery shows that we got on the app that basically shows them, Bobby Flay and Giada, going around eating various Italian meat sandwiches with fresh mozzarella on like hunks of bread. It looked amazing. Obviously, I'm also pregnant when we're watching this. So I said, you know what? How do you feel about Thursday night being sandwich night? Like I'll do a soup and sandwich or a salad and sandwich, something like that. But we just, and he, my husband was so excited about this. Like that's the funny part. And this, you could delve into like the theological or communication or marital parts of this. But it's so funny that the contrast could have been that I like, you know, slaved over, quote unquote, or made this meal from scratch. But then when he came home and I served it, it was like with a huffy, put off attitude because I felt like I, you know, I'm just exerting myself so much, didn't feel like making it, whatever. And he would have eaten it and been grateful versus me greeting him with a smile and these like cold cut sandwiches that I've done nothing with, just slapped some like salami and mozzarella on bread and we're both attitude your tone your mood all that stuff matters so much more than what you're doing you know obviously I love from scratch and home-cooked meals but if you can't serve with a smile you know just save it so also there's nothing wrong with you know I gave myself that pass of Brittany you cook six nights a week one night a week can be sandwiches and no one's gonna die so obviously you can make that as healthy as you want if you're not eating bread or you know, you want to do it on an almond flour wrap, quesadilla. You don't have to do any of this. I'm just letting you know what we are currently doing is pretty much doing sourdough bread sandwiches. So anyways, Tuesdays, I'm going to plug in that it's taco night. Thursdays, I'm going to plug in that it's sandwich night. And then every Saturday, I make a fancier meal. See? Because then I can recharge. I get to recharge on Friday. <laughs> on Thursday night, I make something simple, weeknight, meatless, 
I guess that's another theme because we do meatless Fridays. Didn't even think about that. Many of you, you know, are doing that at least through Lent, but a lot of you are also doing that through the year. So I know that every Friday is going to be fish, some variation like shrimp and pasta, or I'll do like a healthier version of a fish fry with panko breadcrumbs and I'll bake it or put it in the air fryer, whatever. So that's our Fridays. Then on Saturdays, I make a fancier meal, which might look like steak, might look like just some nice chicken dish that I'm like making some good sauce for and whatever else. It's a day I like to take a little more time to cook if we don't have anything else, you know, huge going on or an event or whatever. And I just can get into the cooking more because my husband's home hanging out with the kids while I'm cooking and I kind of get to do that in the kitchen. So that's what I do. I get out my planner. I plug in Tuesday taco variation, Thursday sandwich night, Friday meatless option. And then I know that Saturday is going to be fancier, right? So now I look through my binder. I look at the recipes to see what looks good to me. And this is a compilation of just a lot of recipes I've come up with throughout the years that I, you know, now use for my programs and things like that. There are some that I have literally pulled out of magazines. Like I just, you know, ripped the magazine page out and stuck it in a sheet protector and stuck it in the binder. All kinds of different things. Some from growing up or, you know, some I'm just not using recipes for. I'm just pulling from my head if I'm going to make turkey meatloaf or meatballs and sauce or something that I just know so well. So then I just assign all the other days, right? I fill it in. You could leave yourself some gap days if, you know, I definitely do schedule leftover days sometimes. If it's like I did three hearty meals in a row and I know that I can have a leftover day in there, I will do that. I will try to take an account looking at the month when we're going to have upcoming birthday parties and things like that. Obviously, some of this might change throughout the month as well. There's Probably I've never been able to follow it 100%. You know, we get invited to somewhere for dinner or end up having people over or something where it has to be adjusted. But this is how I go in with the plan. Again, no no matter how you're doing this, if you're following a template of going to pick themes for every day or whatever, you, the point is having a plan. It's cheaper, it's healthier, because then you know what you're eating versus just going off your emotions. Okay, you already know this. You already want a meal plan. You just want the steps. So number one, you got out your monthly view. Number two, you have plugged in all the recipes now. And this is where you can have fun with it too. If you don't have a binder, again, I like paper things. I like to flip through my binder or flip through a Better Homes and Gardens magazine and pull out recipes. I enjoy doing that. You could also hit Pinterest for this and just search taco recipes, then search Italian recipes, then search salads. Oh, we do that as well. See, I am forgetting these things. Mondays right now is our salad night. Uh, My husband goes and plays volleyball after dinner. He likes a lighter dinner right before. I love salads in the summer. Again, that works for us. So Monday is some variation of salad. Cobb salad, Caesar salad, Greek salad, Southwest salad, whatever. So doesn't matter how you want to do it. Just put some meal on every day. Then number three, so I stop reiterating, (laughs) number three, I plan and order my meat for the month. So I go off those recipes. This is the way I'm currently doing it. Like I said, sometimes I'll do it the other way around. I get my meat first, then I plan using that meat. Right now what I'm doing is ordering from a local farm. So I will make my cart, make my order with them first. Chicken thighs, ground beef, uh, chicken breast, bacon. Did I get, uh, I did get sausage this time. Just thinking about the different whatever meats I got. I got some steak 
and I placed my order with them. They deliver. They're fantastic, and it's grass-fed, organic. I'm always – this is another thing that I could talk about all day because I've really run the gamut with this too. I've gone from doing ButcherBox, the online subscription. I've gone to just going in the store and pulling everything off the shelves like a la carte in different things, trying to like shop the sales. Right now, this is working for us. I really like them. They're local. They are, if you're local to me in upstate New York, you can message me and ask for their <laughs> info. But they are a husband and wife and have four kids. They're really sweet. And they will deliver to you if you are uh, $450. So I just do one meat order for the month and order the meat that I need for those recipes. And then from there, step four, I'm still grocery shopping. You know, I get my meat order in, but then to actually like pull this off, put my meal plan in place, I'm grocery shopping once a week. I really can't stretch it more than that. I've tried. I've tried to do every two weeks, things like that. But at least once a week, I'm either hitting farmer's market and or Aldi, Walmart, or Wegmans. I will. I would love if I could just do the meat order in the farmer's market, but there's still so many things that I need to get at Aldi like almond milk. I don't make my own almond milk. That might be up and coming. That I've thought about a couple times too. If you make your own almond milk, let me know. <laughs> but right now I just grab it. So I, you know, get all those other staples, baking staples and things like that at a grocery store in between. So once my meat's done, then step four, I'm grocery shopping once a week somewhere to fill in these meals and do it. So then right before I go, I just look at what's the week ahead of meals and I shop for that. Sometimes this is where I can, I try to ideally go to the farmer's market one week and then the next week go to Aldi or Wegmans. So I try to look ahead a couple weeks like, okay, I'm going to need, I don't know, zucchini noodles or something that I want to get at the store in two weeks. So I better just buy the frozen ones now. Then I won't have to go next week. Next week I can go to the farmer's market because I really want to buy apples and they have huge bags of apples. So the, having the month planned out allows me to be able to do that. It's not just, okay, what do I need for dinners in the next three days when I'm running to the grocery store? Or even, like I said, what do I need this week? I do kind of look ahead one or two weeks because I try to avoid, you know, I hate when I, it's so frustrating when I just did a grocery pickup and then the next day I'm like, oh, we don't have guac for taco night. Like this is frustrating. So I try to, you know, mentally run through our meals for the next two weeks when I make my orders. Okay, and then number five, just so everybody knows what's going on, especially if you have older kids, they might appreciate this or maybe your husband would appreciate this, but I post the meals for the week on the fridge. So this I usually then just do, again, this is not a big deal. It's already in my planner. I already know what's happening. I have just like a Monday through Friday dry erase board on the side of our fridge and Saturday or Sunday, I just go up and write all the meals for the coming week. And it's nice because my husband will be like, ooh, I ate a later lunch or I didn't grab snacks after work or whatever that they had in the break room um, because I knew that we were having burgers for dinner and burgers are my favorite. So I wanted to save my appetite and things like that. So, and this is where I can deviate too. Obviously, I've got my month planned, but then when I go to put it up for the week, I generally know then if things have changed or if we have an event that we need to go to and manipulate it a little bit, change it around, but then it's up there and I can refer to it, then that's kind of where my eyes are going during the week. So when I, I know I have to 
defrost meat, it's because I'm walking by the fridge and I'm seeing, oh, I'm making ground turkey tacos tomorrow. I need to go down and pull the ground turkey. So we do have a big walk-in freezer in the basement. That's probably another thing you would definitely need is just an extra freezer if you're going to try to do the order your meat for the month thing and that kind of stuff. But super lifesaver for us. It's been really nice, especially now I'm stockpiling all these meals for the baby. And that would not be possible if we were just shoving them all in one little freezer. So posting the meals, you know, not only helps my family know what's going on, especially, again, those of you who's like, whose kids are like, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Can we eat this? And if you have older kids, you could do this, you know, delegating some meals to them, either as part of the meal planning or just you plan all of them. But then you show them what the plan is for the week and they have to pick one to make. You know, there's so many ways you can just keep going off of this and make it work for you, make it work for your family. So that's what I got for you today, ladies. I hope it was helpful. I hope Uh, you can implement some of these things. And as always, like I said, I'd love to hear from you if you have some great ideas in this area as well. If you are not over in the Facebook group, come join us, come hang out. And if you have not reviewed the podcast, if you would take a second to do that, not just the stars, but also write a written review, then just screenshot your review and send it to me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com and I will send you a free week of meal plan. Speaking of all this, I'll do a week for you, (laughs) all right, as a thank you for taking your time to write a review. All right, thank you so much. I will talk to you next time. Bye.